Alternative Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Let's engage the relationship between the festive season and increased levels of stress. Money is always going to be a challenge. There are people who haven't been home in ages, and December offers that opportunity. Leave is something that many people would be applying for, and many will not be getting because in certain spaces, and I can't imagine retail and the beverages space, are too keen to grant people leave. How does that affect or impact on your stress levels? How does money or not having it? impact on your stress levels how does the fact that in six weeks from now seven weeks from now it will be 2024 and three days into 2024 it's all about back to school there are many students who are looking to graduate and clear their fees money stands in the way of that there are many bundles of joy who will be starting their new academic careers next year and many don't even know where they are going or their parents at least don't know so at this time stress levels are high and i would imagine in the workplace dr linda mayer they would be especially pronounced because the challenges of the child and the challenges of the employee are in the head and shoulders of one person the mom or the dad at work Engage those now who are faced with this particularly anxious time of the year. Good evening. Welcome. Good evening. Thank you so much for the opportunity. What's going on? How does one engage these obviously increased levels of stress? Of course, there is a popular view that is shared. I don't know how true it is. A little stress can help you stay focused. Let's engage the increased stress levels for the employer-employee relationship for a start at this time of the year. And just general fatigue. We've been working flat out the whole year. My goodness, it's December in just less than a month, less than two weeks, three weeks. And people will be on leave proper after the Reconciliation Day weekend or see a Coalition holiday on the 15th. But the stress levels are just as high and it's an incredibly dangerous time, therefore, in the workplace still. Absolutely. So this time of year is relentless because we see that there's mounting workloads. Office politics seems to enhance. We call this the season of grievances uh, and desperate attempts, you know, to balance work life. And and really what, what is what is really uh, worrisome is that a lot of people have burned out during this period. So we know that stress is a state of a mental and emotional strain resulting from adverse, uh, demanding circumstances that we sometimes feel out of control of. But burnout really is a state of physical and emotional mental exhaustion, and, and it's prolonged and excessive stress. And this, is, this time of the year is particularly stressful for people because of all of the factors that you mentioned, the looming uh, Christmas expectations, gifts that they have to buy, so there's this financial obligation that is on them. Employers have severe uh, stress that they are placing on their employees because they want to get orders out in time for those that are lucky enough to have uh, leave during the December period. But really, it is a, it, it is a very difficult period to, to keep people motivated, to ensure that performance uh, doesn't decrease, but also to in, ensure that people are motivated uh, and have a personal sense of accomplishment. As they, as they enter this festive season. Dr. Linda Mayer, of course, for those who have just joined us, is the MD of the Independent Institute of Education's Rosebank College campus. Particularly important for present purposes is the fact that Dr. Linda Mayer is also a former CCMA commissioner, so this space in the workplace is particularly close to her heart and she has extensive experience at it. 
Dr. Linda Mayer, let's talk about the value of proper communication in the workplace that a lot of the time seems not to be best distributed and how, if well distributed, communication, timely communication, method, manner of communication, time and place of communication, can really do a lot to eat into the increased stress levels by virtue of time and how communication has a role to play in ensuring everybody has the same amount of information at the right time so that they can arrange their affairs with a sufficient lead time to plan just the value of good communication in an organization. People take it for granted. It doesn't just happen. Absolutely, it doesn't. And there is this unfortunate uh, systemic issue that we deal with, that there's information overload, and that people have become uh, really entrapped in giving too much information, sending long emails, sending long memos, when they can do something in a very brief and succinct manner. So, you know, really to craft what it is that you want to say in three or four bullet points and ensure that the, the medium of communication is consumable. So don't just send an email. If there is, a, you know, a, a work WhatsApp group or a, a, a different method of communication, memos that are put up, explore those and really ask employees and understand how they consume information that is disseminated in the workplace. It is very difficult. People get hundreds of emails every day, and a lot of those emails in many cases are unnecessary. But on the back end of that is also these people that are habitual meeting schedulers. Uh, so they, they schedule a meeting to have a meeting. Uh, and, and they really could just correspond by email. And it's, it's like they're trying to find their voice and demonstrate their relevance. So mm, really mm, understand mm. the impact that your, that your mode and method of communication has in the workplace. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how then that culture becomes more embedded or how to the extent that it doesn't exist or exists in a manner that doesn't lend itself to any kind of progress especially at this time, because it's end of year party, it's closing off meetings, it's budgeting for the leave period. Some organizations close at this time, particularly in the construction center, sector, and then people are coming back together with the fact that they have probably spent more than they had intended to in the December break. It's back to school for many who are employed, either as students or they have children who they are self-funding and the fact that January is like 60 days, albeit 30. How then is correct communication as a culture embedded in an organization, more particularly when the stress levels and times are at the peak at which they would be now? So importantly is that, that people need to rest. So this has been a relentless year, and now we're planning for as you rightfully say, for December, but also for when people return to work. And we all know how you know, money does get spent in December. So for employers that are responsible, really I encourage them to take time during the year and do financial literacy training. It is so important that people understand what a budget is, what all of these things are, and to plan sufficiently. Because when it comes to December, we throw all caution to the wind. Uh, we spend what we have and what we don't have. And there's obviously consequences for this. And consequences that we often have to carry into, into the new year, often for a couple of months. So, so really to look 
holistically at, as employees and situations that we face and mitigate those as far as possible. If it's possible to to pay employees, um, you know, it, we have this this particular notion of paying people in December by the 15th so that they can go on leave. Um, and then we speak about this long January, which, as you rightfully say, feels like it's half a year before people get paid again. So just critically reflect with employees, let them be sensitized to the realities of this and have adequate coping mechanisms in the workplace to prepare them for, for, when, they, for when they are in the festive season, but also when they need to return, pay school fees, mm-hmm. buy uh, school clothes, all of these things, which bonuses obviously you know, consume uh, by the vast majority of, of the money that is received in addition. Final comment, final question, remark on this because this is important. It is dubbed silly season and things because people are tired, less people are in the office, more particularly in the work from home, and people are taking leave and leave is approved. The office in many respects becomes a bit of a ghost place or ghost town. Mix that with the fact that there are end of year functions out of the office, liquor has a strong role to play and people do silly things. They do things which, upon reflection, they probably will regret. And that's when now disciplinary hearings come into the fore, if not altogether dismissals. A word of caution of how oneself should, of how one should handle oneself. Final comment? Yes. So my, my biggest advice, or the, the best advice I can give anyone, is don't drink, don't consume alcohol at a work function. It is really a platform where we've seen many, many people get into a very bad situations that is costing their careers. So be mind, mindful of everything. Be moderate. Uh, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to have alcohol to have fun. And if you know that you can't stop at one or two, just abstain from that and be mindful of your behavior because it, it carries for the rest of your working career. Uh, that that moment of... of uh, throwing caution to the wind mm. will have severe consequences for you and you will always be remembered as that person at that Christmas party <laughs> that did that particular <laughs> thing. That person at that Christmas party was once a client who turned friend and this is what that person said. Pick it up, you effing white boy. It would change boy. the course of her employment in that organization. On another day, she would have said the same thing. But on this day, for whatever reason, it just didn't land. The person tells me she had used that language before. The long and short of it is, if in doubt, just don't do it. Thank you so much, Dr. Linda Mayer. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Have a wonderful evening. I Goodbye. certainly shall. Goodbye.